Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So, press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1228, an excerpt from the book, Becoming Mind Strong, by Rachel Freeman, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another week of Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, and sometimes books, like today. And then on Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. Now, I hope you're having a wonderful and safe new year so far. I know many of us are probably still working on some New Year's resolutions. And today's excerpt is perfect, especially if you're thinking about adding a New Year's resolution that has to do with dieting. So with that, let's get right to today's excerpt and start optimizing your life. An excerpt from the book, Becoming Mindstrong by Rachel Freeman. Restriction is the cornerstone of most diet plans. Fill in the blank. I'm giving up blank so I can lose weight. Chances are it's something you love. Bread, bacon, avocados, whatever. You try and give up your favorite foods so that you can get the body you've always wanted. However, I'd like to make a very opposing statement. Restriction doesn't work. And here are three big reasons why. Reason one, our bodies don't do well with discomfort. As living creatures, we are designed to avoid pain and seek pleasure. Our bodies have a need to let go of or reduce any tension, pain, or discomfort, internal or external. In other words, our bodies don't do well with discomfort. They're constantly trying to get back to homeostasis, our natural, comfortable resting point. Left up to its own devices, your body wants to feel good. With or without your conscious effort, it's going to move you away from pain and toward pleasure every single time. Restriction is a form of discomfort and discomfort is a form of pain. Therefore, attempting to diet on the basis of restriction goes against our nature. Every single diet you've tried that was based on don't do this 
was a restriction. As your body searched for homeostasis or its resting comfort zone, you repeatedly worked against its nature to resist pain, in this case, discomfort. Reason two, willpower is a limited resource. When you follow a diet based on restriction, you're 100% reliant on willpower to make it work. And according to a study done in 1998 by psychologist Roy Baumeister, willpower is a limited resource. In this study, participants were divided into two groups, the cookie eaters and the radish eaters. After indulging in freshly baked cookies or munching their hopes and dreams away on radishes while they resisted said cookies, they were given an unsolvable puzzle. Those who had to use willpower to resist the cookies gave up on the puzzle twice as fast as those who had been allowed to give in to their craving. What does this mean for you? If you've spent six months telling yourself, no, 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 and depleting your personal level of willpower, it's only a matter of time until you throw in the carbs. I mean, cards. Reason three, restriction leads to binging. Viewing food as good or bad or allowed or off limits is a recipe for binging. When you've used your willpower to completely and entirely resist donuts or pizza or cake or pasta for a week or a month or a year, one single bite of that off-limits food inevitably leads to shoveling as much into your mouth as possible. In other words, if your relationship with food has been one of good or bad, allowed or not allowed for the past 10 or 30 years, your brain is hardwired to throw in the towel when you have just that one little delicious, scrumptious bite. You can lose weight without relying on restriction. Defining ourselves by what we do or don't eat, deciding which foods are allowed and which are off limits, creating tension and discomfort by trying to diet based on restriction. All of these are recipes for both caving and binging because they go against our human nature. And every time we've caved and binged, we've taken our self-defined failure as a reflection on our self-worth. When we learn to eat for our goals the majority of the time, while still allowing for the foods we love that aren't as aligned with those goals, we create balance and, by extension, sustainability. If you've spent the past 10 years bouncing from restriction-based diet to restriction-based diet and beating yourself up every time you quote-unquote didn't have the willpower to stick with it, now's the time to take a deep breath Give yourself an apology hug for all those harsh words you thought each time you caved and gave in to temptation and understand this. You can do this. And also, you can eat the occasional donut. You just listened to an excerpt from the book Becoming Mindstrong by Rachel Freeman. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search but what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And I should mention that this was more of an adaptation than a direct excerpt, but you get the idea. Rachel is the CEO of MindStrong Fitness, a lover of lifting heavy things up and down, and a coach that's passionate about helping others unleash their strongest, most empowered selves through education and mindset training. You can find the book Becoming MindStrong on Amazon. And thank you to Rachel for letting us share her work. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Now, when you hear the word diet, what comes to mind? No filtering. Think, what thoughts immediately flood your brain? When I ask my patients and clients this question, they often respond with restricting, limiting, temporary, and once in a while I get a been there, done that. For many, the word diet brings up negative feelings. For others, it's a reminder of past failures. It's interesting because when you really look at the word diet, It has the word die right in the middle of it. Now, I'm absolutely not saying that following a diet leads to death. Instead, it's as if by following a diet, something has to be removed or restricted or banished altogether. It's like the word itself has negative connotations. Now, think of the word lifestyle. What thoughts immediately flood your mind now? For many, it triggers feelings of hope. So as Rachel discussed, on the path to achieving your health goals, it may not be best to rely on diets or willpower. Those may help in the short term, don't get me wrong, but over the long term, they typically don't hold up. In fact, that's what researchers are finding. Instead, let's see if we can find ways to make healthy habits easier to follow, where we don't have to rely on our willpower all the time, where we don't feel like we're being deprived of something. An easy trick I like to use, especially when it comes to eating more healthfully, is to make sure fruits and vegetables are always in plain sight in my house. Think high traffic areas like countertops. These serve as a gentle reminder to grab these foods when I'm looking for something to snack on, especially. It just makes it so much easier to snack on nutritious foods when they're in plain sight. See, it doesn't have to be complicated. Try that one little trick to see if it makes a difference. All right, that'll do it for me for today. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you for being here every day. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. In fact, that's one of the best ways to keep this show going. If you know someone who might like today's episode or might like this show, have them take a listen. All right, I hope you're having a wonderful start to your week and your new year, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.